Wow. You like Nutrigain bars? <clears throat> yeah, they're, I mean, I haven't had one in a while, but they're good. They've fallen off, right? Like in terms of the, the stratosphere of healthy snacks, Nutrigain bars have firmly lost their place as the go-to American snack to feel healthy, right? I mean, the bar game in general has risen, and that has just led to Nutrigrain precipitous uh, drop. So are you saying the bar has risen? Are you telling me the bar, the proverbial bar for health food snacks has risen? It was at this point, podcast audience, that I accidentally left the meeting, and Brian just filled. Enjoy. I think I agree with you. I think you, because when you really think about it, right, we had Nutrigain bars, we had Power Bars. Those were the two things that most people associated with, affiliated with eating healthy and a bar-like form. And then out of nowhere, you know who I think led the charge? And I know you're thinking inquisitively right now, Nathan. But you know what I think? I think the culprit for who knocked the Nutri-Grain bars off of their pedestal, who showed the power bars, who really holds the power? You ready? You ready? You ready? Nature Valley bars. Yes. Yes. I know you're looking at me like, what? Listen, understand something. Nature Valley, with a thousand crumbs, has showed you that not only can you at some points, put forward a worse product. But you can also prepare it in a way that makes eating it similar to some of the most hated tasks in this world. Cleaning. Cleaning. And more cleaning. No one likes cleaning, right? Like, let's be honest. We hate it. So if I'm eating this snack to get some sort of feeling of pleasure, some sort of nourishment, some sort of good dancing on my taste buds... It sucks that at the same time, I'm also doing a job. And oh, 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 Nature Valley, how dare you give me two? So you think I learned my lesson on the first bar, right? That's what you thought. You thought that I would show enough resilience, enough know-how, enough gusto, enough bravado to eat a second Nature Valley bar and not make a terrible mess like I did the first time? <laughs> you silly, silly bars. You silly, silly makers. But you know, that doesn't answer what happened with the power bars, though. Do they even still sell power bars? Like, what was the power in power bars? I think at one point, I remember power bars having newspaper in them. Was that a real thing? Ty, look that up. As Ty looks that up, I'm going to still think. What about rice cakes? Rice cakes are good. Rice cakes are a good shout only because, only because rice cakes aren't entirely limited to the cake itself. It's more like a, a transport of, of condiments, of toppings, right? Me personally, I'm a peanut butter guy. I love peanut butter. Maybe it's because of the skin tone. Maybe I like eating myself, cannibalism, self-sacrificial. But I'm the type where if you give me a nice apple cinnamon rice cake, already sitting at like 60 calories slather some peanut butter on that bad boy Oof, we got a snack and a half 
are you a big ants on a log guy? That's not a real big thing where I'm from. Um, Cause no one was buying celery, right? Celery wasn't a thing you bought. Uh, it seemed to be a snack more associated with those who uh, were more like the middle class and up type of range. And now I look at them like, bro, what are you doing here? Ants on the log. What kind of, what kind of ants are these again? Raisin ants, raisin nets. Is that where they got raisin nets from? Whoa. I think I just unlocked something. I think I just did it. <sighs> wow. Mind blown stuff here. Mind blowing stuff. What is your favorite snack that isn't healthy? How about you listeners? Hit us up at the fan Lebitard show on Twitter and let us know what is your favorite snack. It could be from yesteryear. It could be from your childhood. It could be from today. Just let us know. Me personally, I'm a big chip guy. I like chips. Chips are good. Chips are good. Chips are really, really, really solid. You can't go wrong with chips. My problem is chips haven't made me feel more ugh towards capitalism than anything else that currently exists in this world. The way you get robbed every single time you buy a bag of chips, unless you're buying Frito, Frito the corn chips. It's just gross. It's just gross because think about this. You buy, I don't know. Uh, I don't, what's the sizes? Ounces? 24 ounce? I don't know ounces. You, but you buy a regular bag of chips, you know, at the store. You go buy some, I don't know, Doritos, right? Buy a regular bag of Doritos, the $2.99 joints, the bigger joints, right? $3.99, $4.99, maybe to pick out picnic joints. And you eat them, open up the bag, 48% of that bag is air. Now, they trick you because you feel like you're getting a lot. Because Doritos, they're, they're skinny. They got come in all shapes and sizes. They get packed in there crazy. But when you really think about it, you just get a lot of air. I stumbled across an infographic not too long ago where they did a study on the percent of airbag of chips. Yeah, you heard me. What's going on in this world where that's what we're focused on, right? I'm going to stoop in my mouth a little bit. Excuse me. All right, let's bust it down. Doritos, 48% air in those bags. Cape Cod chips. Now watch out for those. They tear your whole mouth up, have your gum feeling like you were gargling Captain Crunch. Cape Cod chips, 46% air. Terrible. Lay's, regular bag of Lay's chips, 41% air. So it's getting a little bit better. Sun chips, also 41%. Sun chips, another underrated healthy snack. Sun chips, sun chips are fire. See what I did there? Sun chips, sun chips, sun chips are dope. They're good. And you never walk away from eating them feeling like, ooh, like, ooh. You know, sometimes you eat some chips and you walk away and you're just like, well, sun chips though, you eat, I like the tomato basil. Magnifique, magnifique. Magnifique, Toritos, uh, Tostitos, Scoops, you get 34% air. So now that, 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 that amount of air is getting more minimal, but still 34%. I didn't pay for that. I don't pay for air when I put it in my tires. Why the hell am I paying for it when I buy some chips? And the king of getting your most chips for your bang and your buck, Fritos. We're looking at a measly 19%. And let's be honest. I don't want a chip bag that has 100% chips anyway, because what are you doing? What are you giving to me, right? We know, like, 
we're talking about like Burger King chicken nuggets here. When you can give me 50 chicken nuggets for $2, what the hell is you really giving me? So I'm okay with the 19%, but that has to be the bare minimum. It can't be more than 19% air in a bag of damn chips. I don't give a damn. Make the bags bigger. Make the bags smaller. Do what you gotta do. Y'all know what it is. It's your boy B Green. Oh, let's get into the episode. Welcome, fan fans, fan libertarians. Welcome to another episode, a little behind the scenes here. This one has taken us a while to get off the ground here, but Brian was talking about some chips and maybe a little food for thought on that. I was wondering if we were to open up all those bags of chips and just let that extra air out, would that be good for the environment? Listen, mm. I, I think you could take all of the hot air and all those chips <laughs> and all those bags and you could probably win a suey with it. Or from our week one hot takes here, we're all uh, looking great. You know, Brian, I believe you said if Josh Allen gets over 30 touchdowns, less than 20 interceptions and 10 fumbles, that fans would have to listen to the show to find out what you would do. You know, I was cutting up some shorts and came across that little gym would you like what what are you gonna do because he's at seven seven <laughs> listen nathan you're one of the few last remaining good teachers in this world right you do it for love you yeah. do it for the students i'm you a great teacher for... okay relax um with that being said i would assume you would know seven isn't 30 so <laughs> allow me allow me some okay some uh -huh, time uh -huh. some time mm -hmm. to build up the suspense so to speak let's just say when those numbers are hit and remember you can technically lose touchdowns because at the end of the season they look at the film and they make sure every touchdown was accredited properly so you know but when we get to that point where it's official that he didn't hit those numbers because he won't watch <laughs> just watch watch then i will let everyone know you know he's never happen. he's i think the most interceptions he's thrown for in a season is like 12 what's that what's that mean he did it once he could do it but he do are you saying you, the the you're the putting fabulous... him at 20 20 is what you gave him which is more than he's ever thrown <laughs> and he's on pay you know what i would do an opposite bet the other way and say if josh allen doesn't reach 40 tutties that I would do something. You see, maybe I misspoke because what I meant to say was he's going to be throwing like around 20 interceptions in oh, combination okay, okay. Oh, with the fumbles. There's gonna be a, it was a turnover oh, stat. It was but you did turnovers. say 10 fumbles. No, yeah, because think about that. You Ten added fumbles. the 10 fumbles. Who was he? Danny Dimes? I was just listen, I was I wasn't feeling good. What I, what was supposed to happen was the 10 and the 20. Mm -hmm. If you minus 20 from 10, you get 10. So it was like 10 plus 10 equals 20. And I'm gonna say 20 turnovers. He won't have yeah. more than 30 touchdowns and won't have less than 20 turnovers was my meant statement. So, Yeah, I mean, speaking of other things that we're not good at, uh, an update to our <laughs> grid of Moss, we once again have all gone 0 for 3, making us a combined 0 for 6. Although technically for me, I faded Greg 
So I do not have another punishment per se on the books, but I have to eat three rolls of toilet paper. And lucky for me, Brian, I care about Mother Earth. And the toilet paper that I use is a recycled toilet paper that's green that represents how much I care for the earth. So I actually have my sheets of toilet paper right here. So here's one. As he eats these mm. seemingly unbelievably small sizes of toilet paper. So good. It's good for the earth. That's why, Brian. Jeez, you take what you need, all right? But it's not good for whoever does your laundry because there ain't no way you getting all them doo-doo stains out of your drawers because you can't wipe with that oh. stuff that you eat in. I almost need to see proof of concept. Do you, oh, oh, so you want to see the roll? Like, actually, these don't come in a roll. They come in like a little plastic tray that you just set on top of your toilet. And then you just reach in and you take one at a time. So you're you telling just, me you you're... get up in there. You can fold them, too. Right. They fold. Right. Fold. And then oh, number three, folks, number three. So you're telling me you're helping the environment by eating manufactured paper. Looks like seaweed to Recycled. me that is it's green shipped and packaged in plastic they're recyclable i think there's no such thing as recyclable plastic i'm sorry sir that's a farce mm. yeah i guess you paid your your dues i guess i don't know I we'll have to let a uh, tie weigh in on this since he's uh not here today do we do we have an official commissioner but anyway are we cursed the idea I was gonna, that I mean, we can't get this right, <laughs> even though, like, even in the, so you know how, like, like the Browns, right? The Browns, for instance, they can't get anything right. Even when they're doing the thing that makes the most sense, they're still not getting it right, right? Hey, you should always send the future after someone to get a franchise quarterback, but they mess it up by going after mm -hmm. that franchise not that right? franchise quarterback exactly right so they constantly do it wrong and, and then it's like you they, know you you can cheer for him but let's not cheer for him in that way exactly so exactly it's like us even when we are right we're still wrong like you know my week one thing hey i predicted what i predicted and it didn't matter because we weren't doing fades for that week and it turned out that i needed to fade to not be <laughs> wrong and then now it's like i mean hey technically brian you're the one who in my opinion is doing the best because if we'd have stuck with the fades you'd actually have a win under your belt yeah yeah i felt so, i felt very confident the first two weeks and i have just been dead uh wrong there you know never go against cooper rush he's goaded my boy listen cooper rush is something about having a four letter last name mm -hmm. think about it all the greats Rush. Todd. <laughs> Todd. Todd. Look into uh, Tom. Trying, Tom. Tom. That's Brady. three letters. Yes. And that's M's. his first name. Silent. Listen, relax. Dude, Brady's five. Like I go maybe like five. Like Brady. Don't say um, far. Alan. Already? He hasn't done anything. Let's not do this. Let's not do this. Let's not do this. So we Wait. we haven't uh oh, you got the wheel? Oh, you! I gotta fire that bad boy. Okay, up. So what are we you gonna do with uh, Ty? Uh, we're gonna have to do what Ty uh, has been doing as of late, and I'm assuming update the fans, the listeners, and us 
throughout the week with his uh, choice in terms. Actually, we can spin for him though, right? Yeah, but what I mean, are we just should we cause... have a rule that when you're not here, the first name you get is the name you get. You get what you get. I mean, and I, I you, think so. Yeah, I like that. Let's we got overruled. This is a triumvirate, fans. Triumvirate. And then, of course, of we have to pick who we think they're going to get for our bonuses too, right? We can't forget about that. You yes, you I said the Raiders. You didn't get that last time. Nope. And. I don't know who you said, but you and let's see, either. can we actually remember who Greg got? I like made a mental note yesterday just in case that uh, comes up. But I saw them playing with the helmets. Greg, he started with the Colts and then he got somebody else. See, <laughs> I always I'm like, make a mental note of this. It was at the very end of the show. Um, I was like going to type it into a note. He started with the Colts. He put it back. I literally played it like two or three times. So to avoid the exact thing that's happening right now. Well, let's um, hope let's hope nobody gets Greg. Since you have an affinity for getting yeah. Greg every week. Let's just hope no one gets him. All right. Uh who's going first? Uh I'll go first. All right, here we go. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I gotta type if, in. If for those listening, watching on the YouTube, yes, I owe an NSYNC member payoff. So does Ty. I also owe a Roy payoff, and Ty also owes a Witty payoff. All right, let's uh, let's get this over with. Because now we it. know, just like the show, that this truly does suck. Because even the things that feel safe are not. So who's <laughs> who? We say is going first. I'm going first. It's gonna be okay, me, here we go. This is for time. you. Spinning around, spinning around. Who's it gonna be? Don't be Greg. Oh, oh. No, not him again. Billy. I can't trust him. Roll it, roll it again. Roll it again. I don't trust Billy anymore. Going round and round. Not with his two it takes, not with his nonsense about Aaron Judge. No. Mm, wait, you could be safe if it gets to Hildy. Oh, so close. All That's right. Stu, whoever Stu gets. All right. All I guess right. I'll go next. I'll go next here. Just spin this bad boy. Get this done. Get this over with, man. Oh, I almost got the steal. I can't get Stu, so I guess I. Okay, Chris Cody. Um, he's actually. Oh, you know what? He had the golden helmet of life the last two weeks, but now he has to pick. Yep. So. I'm just going to go with him. I'll ride with him. Get this over nice. with. I don't care. Whatever. I like it. So I what? Like it. it don't matter anymore, bro. Yeah. <laughs> no one knows we, what's going on. <laughs> here you go. And then Ty, you get what you get, Ty. Get what you get. What's he getting? What's he getting? Oh, instant, instant death. death. Instant death. Oh, he's getting Roy again. Wow. No, wait. Has he... Oh. That's my uh, son throwing a giant tub. That means Roy's a winner. All righty, there it is, folks. All right. Brian is uh, riding with whoever Stu Gotts gets, and we'll let you know our hitches and fades on Friday as an Instagram story. Yes, My sir. advice to Ty and Brian is shorten those up a little, fellas. You guys sending me these 40-second clips. You got to... <laughs> All this context and were, stuff. I thought you were going to turn them into a YouTube Instagram short? post. Post. Oh, or even post? or even reels. Or, yeah, yeah. I thought that, you know, some you long know, form I, content. If, Sorry. I could do a I could do a reel this time, you know. Um, I'll do that. I'll do a reel. Nathan, I'm sorry. Who did you just get? Chris Cody? Yeah, I got Chris okay, Cody. Got you. I'm gonna take then, it upon myself to be the 
uh, legislator of remembering who's who because I'm terrible at remembering when it's time to. Yeah. So, but listen, now that we're talking about punishments and we're talking about pain and we're talking about ways to maybe handle the fact that we both, you, me, anti included, all suck at seemingly making decisions. A decision mm. that I find easy to make. No toilet paper here. You're doing it for fun now. This doesn't go towards your future punishments, by Good the way. The so, don't, so don't don't try to. I'm thinking it might be fading head. a lot, right? That could be our <laughs> just fade every week. So one of the decisions that ooh, that's smart. That's smart. But I think we we're going to get overruled with the seafood paper or seaweed paper nonsense. Do you not? You don't think I care for the earth? You think I'm just making this up? No, you don't care for the earth. Not with that big ass house you got. Go live out of a van. Um, I got solar, bro. <laughs> me too. <laughs> um, one decision I find easy to make, right, is in order to get anywhere in this world of content creation, one must not only understand the algorithm. Mm -hmm. yes. One must know how to game the algorithm. Mm -hmm. We had we had some some promising promising efforts in our Stranger Things segment that we had a couple episodes and we went over we, the Stranger Things in sports, like why all of a sudden Josh Allen is heralded as this God. Eh, we won't get back into that. Go watch episode 59 if you mm -hmm. want to hear more yeah, about that. Yeah. But we decided, why not introduce a static segment where every week we come in here and we try to game the algorithm? Yeah. Let's... I, we give this episode to you, algorithm. Do with it what you will. <laughs> but it's interesting, you know, having now expanded, becoming such social media experts as we are and noticing that Aubrey Plaza is having a moment, folks, because that episode got more views simply because we titled it Aubrey Plaza Takes Her Phone Into the Shower. And then the show, they didn't talk about the Suey winners, Maybe because somebody got carried away. I got carried away a little bit and they just uh, announced wait, the winners. Wait, wait, wait. So are you admitting it was you? Did you just admit that you had your hands mm. in this? That mm. you are the person that we should be looking for? It wasn't just me. There's other people out there, but you know, I will I will come clean because there were moments where I was feeling guilt because Brian, to be honest, I did get carried away and I started voting on the other ones and I started rigging other Sui competitions. And then there was a moment where I was going like, what am I doing here? And feeling bad uh, and almost decided to start voting to balance it out for the original winners. But they ended up just announcing the winners that were the winners. And then if you noticed, they didn't even announce who won the music because that one was just total fraud and sham with but well, i think it ended up with eight thousand votes and all the other ones were around about a thousand votes the winner of that would have what we call in the legal world fruit of the poisonous tree and we would hate for someone to receive that award knowing all this pretense and knowing all this this stuff that went into it and and that sucks but you know, it goes back to the person who ran a competition. If you're going to run a competition like this, make sure it's ironclad. You know what else is ironclad? Dungeons, Nathan. Mm. And that introduces our Gaming the Algorithm segment, House of the Dragons. Arr!
right? Yeah, we're dungeon. Yeah, I'm right, dragons. So, um, allow me to put on my best British accent. <clears throat> All right then. All right. Uh, Nathan, do you watch House of the Dragon? No, mate. Now I'm Australian. Oh, okay. Well, House of the Dragon is a is a is a prequel of sorts. Uh, about the the Game of Thrones franchise. Um, I'm all over the place now, and it's fine. My accents are terrible. But anywho, this brings up an interesting point that I want to address. In the NFL now, we have dragons roaming rampant across the scene. We have the Buffalo Bills. With Josh Allen yes. riding toe. Stephon Diggs should probably get most of the credit. We have the Kansas City Chiefs doing what they do with Patrick Mahomes at his ready steed. But we know that those dragons... Sir Patrick. Sir Patrick, indeed. We know those dragons exist. We know those dragons are firmly planted in the house of dragons. I ask you this, Nathan. We have some other fellow dragons that might be more of dungeon dwellers. So, let's play a game called House of the Dragons. It goes like this. I will mention a team's name. You will simply tell me, does this team belong with the other dragons in the house or? They belong in the dungeon. Understood? Yes. Let's start yes, with my Lord. the Oak. Whoops, whoops. The Las Vegas Riders. <laughs> hmm. Dungeon. Dungeon in them. Yep, they're dungeon. just. They can't get it done, yeah. And I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm abandoning the accent. Raiders, dungeon team, there's just, it's too competitive of a division. You can't, if you can't tackle Kyler Murray after 20 seconds. And 87 yards, was it 87 yards? Mm-hmm. Damn, that's a lot of meters. Yeah, incredible. I don't know what you'd uh, equate that to, but Raiders, there, I'm putting him in the dungeon, Brian. What are you What are you doing with him? I also agree. I don't know why I argued. They're firmly in the dungeon. I was never a David Carr or Derek. Either one of them. <laughs> Send them to the dungeon. Next, we have the Super Bowl visitors of last year, the Cincinnati Bengals. What say you, good sir? Dungeon. Broad team, regression to the mean. And when you are the Bengals, folks, that regression back to the mean is a harsh one. Offense anemic. Like what? Is it 17 points each time the first two weeks? And it's not like they're playing. I mean, Cowboys, I guess you could say, have a good defense. But again, what if the, what if the Bucks? really done on offense so far this season with their 45 year old quarterback back there um dungeon put him in the dungeon i still hold some hope for our fellows in cincinnati who eat spaghetti with chili or uh is it chili with noodles you fool something like that skyline to me 
the Bengals are a that one. The Bengals are a dragon. Understand this, not all dragons rise early. Some take a while to get into the sky. And the Bengals, they will fix their problems. I trust in Burrow. I trust in Burrow. The New York football giants. Nathan, tell me. Am I speaking Jamaican now? I'm getting out of Rastafari. Okay, I'm sorry. Let's get back <laughs> to the British. Hey, the Giants, how do you feel? Dungeon. Dungeon team, they got lucky against the Titans. And let's be honest, even though I'm a Titans fan, the Titans suck. And if you can barely beat the Titans, and what? They're barely, they're barely beating these garbage-dwelling teams. You know what that makes? That makes you garbage and a part of the dungeon. We're talking dragons here. A dragon needs to come out and destroy its foe. Not not toy with it and just barely eat by. This is not the behavior of a dragon. They are a dungeon dweller and will be proven as such. Off with their heads, the giants should land Firmly into the cesspool of the dungeon. I don't like them either. Oops. Now, my brethren out in the seas, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> Tell me, dungeon, <laughs> dungeon or dragon? Dragon, my first dragon, folks. It's an aging dragon, though. Um, but definitely a dragon. I mean, you can't knock what they've done. 2-0. They've gotten the job done. Um, and I think taking down the Saints, which have traditionally been a tough loss for them. I don't. I think this is this Tom Brady's first win against the Saints. Was he 0 for 4 coming As in? As a Tampa so. Bay Buccaneer, yes. And getting that done with Mike Williams, I mean, I'm I'm gonna go dragon, uh, folks. Yeah, dragon. Off to the dungeon with Tampa Tom Ooh. and the rest of that team. Listen, unfortunately, I noticed something amongst him. His arm doesn't look as sprightly as mm. it was. Okay, and understand this: you don't have Gronk, you have. Cameron Brait and Mike Williams. Mark Evans, Mark. Mike Evans is suspended for getting into some violent interactions with Marcus Lattimore. That's who that was? Yeah. Oh, I, you, right. Wait. Okay. Marshawn yeah. Lattimore? No, I, th I think you got it. I think you okay. got it. Lattimore. So many names. So many names. If Gronk um, comes back, are you changing? If What if Gronk comes back? Are they a dragon? Even though they're 2 0, they're in the dungeon. Just like our next folks, the Green Bay Packers. So you're announcing their dungeon too? I just said it, damn it. What, what, where, where are you going with your dungeon take, Cause, huh? Because, listen, you can't, you can't beat 
your chest off of a defeat of the Chicago Bears in which they were robbed, I tell you. Justin mm -hmm. Fields scored a touchdown. You yeah. can't beat up the little kid on the playground and think that excuses what happened during week one. No, it doesn't. Dungeon. Absolutely, Dungeon. You guys know me. Trash team, Dungeon. Um, they are gonna be stuck at the bottom and Dungeon or Dragon, like we're talking Dragon here. And at the end of the day, we know Green Bay is not coming away with the Super Bowl. Doesn't matter. They can right the ship and get wins and look good, but this team will crumble so fast in the playoffs. It doesn't matter, folks. You can go back to my week one day, oh, Nathan, they didn't, they're gonna do better than the bottom of the division. So what? They are trash, because at the end of the day, are people gonna look back and go, do you remember when Aaron Rodgers was winning over 10 games a season, but then losing at home in the first game of the playoffs? Wow, good for you guys, good for you. Cool haircut, Aaron. How about you win some playoff games? Do it in November, Aaron. Do it in November. If you don't come on the Dan Levitard Show, though, the Fan Levitard Show would love to have you, Aaron. Yes, we would. I'm interested in the ayahuasca treatment I've heard so much about. Apoplectic thoughts aside, the Miami Dolphins. Are they legit dragons of the sky? Or do they belong in the dungeon? They're a beast of another kind, sir. A dragon of the sea. <laughs> Rising up, Kraken. which is even scarier, right? Because a dragon, you see it coming, right? But Baltimore did not see the dolphins, the dragon of the sea, rise up, rise up! and defeat them and crush them. They're, they're for real, folks. Dolphins, dragon of the sea, a sea beast unlike any other. When you crack open that house of the dragons, and you search and you see where people have made their corners and their lairs and their dens. Don't tread into the bathroom unwarily because you will see the Miami Basilisks hanging around in the bathtub ready to bite your head off with its two talents named And last, and maybe least, the Minnesota Vikings. Dungeon bro. You always get your hopes up for this team. They do something and you're like, whoa, Minnesota's finally putting it together, buddy. They've got defense and Kirk Cousins getting it. And then they do something like, drop a big fat total deuce and remind you this team is the vikings they will always be the vikings and what happens to vikings they get eaten by dragons right they're there and they just get they get devoured by the dragons and it's it's not going to change for them dungeon team so the vikings they do belong in the house of dragons 
in the refrigerator as <laughs> the first morsel of food the real champions eat. The Vikings, I see them in that mid-tier range when you're waiting for them to take the next step. And it just never happens because unfortunately your next step will always be one that happens on a field as trashy as the one in Washington because that's what you do when you have Kirk Cousins. Your steps aren't guaranteed. Your throws aren't guaranteed. And unfortunately, all playoff games are primetime. So you know what happens to Kirk in primetime. Off to the dungeon. And that was House of the Dragons. Hooray! <laughs> and now, folks, that's one way to game the algorithm. But I've got another way to game the algorithm. And we're going to do that now. All right, folks, this is Gaming the Algorithm, Nathan Minima Edition. And this is where we take the trendingest topics and we try to game the algorithm by saying things that we think would get the most clicks and attention, right? So we're going to be mashing up things, combining them with what? The Levitard Show, because that's what we're a fan podcast of, right? So, uh, Brian, did you uh, hear about... Dan Lebetard being in the new uh, TV show Andor. I did, but unfortunately, I was too busy listening to Taylor Swift debut the second track on her album titled "Dan Lebetard Show" and hashtag Midnight's Mayhem with Metalark. Yeah, she's gonna be releasing the title to her second song on a Metalark podcast. That's what I heard. Heard. Um... Thanks for cleaning that up for me. Yeah. Uh, and you know, Aaron Judge, he's been hitting lots of home runs. I heard he hit a home run into the Clevelander studio and it hit Billy Gill right in his kidney. Well, you know what? He might need to take that kidney and that diet of his to the hospital because if I hear about him eating more NyQuil chicken, because that NyQuil chicken not only put him in the hospital, but it also took out Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, I heard she was trying to be cool for the kids with a TikTok, and that NyQuil chicken is what ended up killing Queen Elizabeth. I think I'm down for breakfast. You ever play uh, Kevin Bacon, six, degree, six Degrees Removed from Kevin Bacon? No, but I'm happy that Adnan Saeed is planning to launch a podcast, and now he's seven degrees removed from prison because he deserved it a long mm. time ago, and he's going to get a deal with Metal Art Media. And they're going to call this show wrongfully imprisoned across decades. And it's weird, right? Because it's going to be the only show where all the people on it are going to be black, brown, or some other thing that isn't white. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, this has been Gaming the Algorithm. Thank you for playing. Algorithm, we ask that you take these metrics and spread them across to users. You know what's my favorite word for the internet? What? The ether. Hmm. 
Like why? We refer, just it's something about it that combines the spiritual nature of mm -hmm. of spirits. Like it kind of alludes that the internet isn't just data but energy. Okay. And when you think about how much this the internet really affects us on a day-to-day -day basis, a minute-to-minute -minute basis, the minutiae, when you get into the details of how fucked up we are because of this shit, it really kind of highlights that this isn't just data. It's energy. Like, do you need to have any more proof that the internet is messing us up when you open up Twitter and you see the FDA is having to tell people don't cook your chicken in NyQuil? I was looking at... A what is wrong with us? I was looking at a washing pot for my dishwasher the other day, and I looked at it and said, this looks tasty. Mm. I think it's yeah. time for me to log off. I could get some clicks if I ate this. Do you think it would drive traffic to our podcast? Maybe. Maybe Who do you think had the best picture day outfit, Brian? You see they did a little picture day? Uh, best picture day? Let's do best and worst. Best and worst? My best so far would be Roy. Roy? Boy, that's best? a good one. You know, I'm going to go with, um, boy, it's tough. Actually, I really liked Roy, but just since you said it, I'm going to go with Billy Gill because I I was really vibing on his shirt. And you know um, I think you and I both highlighted the two people that actually showed personality in their photos. Whittingham absolutely had personality. I mean, dropping on that full-on suit. He showed his personality, though. Just nerd. It, if you don't loser, if you don't know Roy, you could see the picture and Careful. kind of draw, Senior you know, like, killer. Hey, like, Oh, that, that might be, I think I can get along with that guy or don't get along with him. If you didn't know Billy, you could see his picture and go, that's a guy who gets it. But you see Chris picture and you go, that's a guy who gets noogies. <laughs> How about worst? How about worst? Worst. Oh, I, I, I can't do that. I, I'm, I, I just can't, I'm not a, I'm not a worse guy, Brian, you know? How about least likely? I guess, well, no, okay, okay, never mind. <laughs> we can, we can. There is an obvious answer. I'm sorry. Don't do it. It's Tony, because no. he didn't even know. He wasn't no. even prepared, right? No, no. Tony. No, I'm tired worst. of this. Like, what? I'm put, listen, I'm, I'm, I had enough of this shit. Y'all <laughs> are going to stop with the talking about motherfucking Tony. Leave him alone. Like, why does the show make him the whipping boy like he really doesn't need mm -hmm. any like he don't do it it's not like he's actively trying to derail the show it's not like he's actively trying to go oh, oh, this. it's not like he's actively doing something controversy like trying to do something that can make you go all right bro relax he literally just and that's it and that's it and that's it i just don't the worst dressed person was whoever decided to not get juju there earlier Mm. so hildy i don't know who did it because you know juju would have came with that drip yeah juju, i don't know why they i would if you see if i was like chris cody or if i was someone else i would have just said yo juju damn but then you would have let him know that picture day was coming and then he would have damn because i would have reached out to juju yo help me out fashion noble for men let me know what should i wear dress me drip me balls you know, I speak going back, bringing it right back to Tony. I love his five NFL updates from the it's weekend. It's amazing. It's amazing. He, Good he content. came out of nowhere and was like, how we've seen top five lists be born in the middle of another person's top five list. And it was met with no trepidation. 
no hesitation, and no declaration of insidious behavior. But Tony, when no, when everyone else is talking football, Tony goes, yo, I got my top five moments from this week. And it's, it's structured. It's to the point. It's on brand. It's on topic. Mm-hmm. And the first thing he does, we got to vote on it. We got to vote on it. How about we vote on everyone's fucking vacations every week? And here's here's the thing that you're missing that is the best part of it. It's the energy. Yes. Tony is the energy guy. That's what makes yes. it the best. You know, he could be saying whatever, but the energy that he brings to it makes it such a great segment. Like you can tell that he's having a lot of fun. And when that comes across me as the listener, like I really enjoy listening to it too. So salute to Tony. Salute to 10 day Tony. Listen, I'm listen, Tony's Tony's a top five player on my team. Listen, and and when I'm listening to the show and usually other things going on, he says something I perk right up. Not like Stu perks up. When he hears Tony talk, I perk up in terms of, you know, attention, but he always brings a, a, a sort of bravado that makes me know, oh, Tony's legit. Like, I want to I want to smoke a blunt or have a beer with Tony. I don't know if I want to smoke a blunt and have a beer with like witty. I would, mm-hmm. but not more so than Tony, like, you know. Sorry, I was texting with Tenard Davis of the Sesta Cyclones trying oh. to set up an interview with God Bless Highlight. Oh. Ty, we have two minutes left before my Zoom meeting closes. Did I just call you Ty? You called me Ty. I did. Hey, it's better to call me Roy. <laughs> Brian, should we try to do a YouTube short off of one of our gaming the algorithms? Do you think we can do it in two minutes? Yeah. Are we about to get hard networked out? Let's find out. All right. Let's do it. Here's what I'm thinking. I look left. So we got to record each a snippet at a time, right? And we'll do uh-huh. it off of Dan Lebetard as a cameo and Andor. So I'll go, okay. Brian, did you hear? And you'll go, what? And I'll go, Dan Lebetard right. has a- Am I looking this way? I'm looking left. You're looking right. So I'll go- Am I looking the correct way now? Oh, Tenard might be in Atlanta next week. Uh, we're going to have to figure this out. Um, two minutes left, folks, here. All right, let's Listen, do it. Go. Okay. So, but wait, on your phone, you got to record this on your phone. You got your phone? Oh, wait. What am I yeah. recording? Oh, my phone. Okay, I'm recording. On your phone. And oh, then okay. you're going to send me the messages and I'll upload okay. it to YouTube. Oh, yes. I like how you Okay, work. so I'll okay. say, so you, you got to pause after each thing is its own clip, right? I'm looking so, forward. Uh, the, and this is, you guys, this is a free, we're also helping you, the fan, learn how to go viral. So take this as a free tip right a here. Lesson. So there you go. Go. I got to open up my camera here. So after each one, so I'll, I'll let's see here. I got to, I'll look to the... <laughs> Brian, did you hear right? So, and then you'll go, no, what? And then I'll go, Dan Levitard has a cameo in Andor. And you go, oh, wow, really? And then I'll I'll give the punchline. All right, go, go, go. Oh, I got to open up my, okay. Ready, start recording in three. Go. Brian, One. did you hear? No, what? Dan Levitard has a cameo in Andor. No way. Yeah, he says, what's the end game, Cass? I can't wait to see it. There you go, folks. This has been another episode of the Fan (laughs) Levitard. We've got less than a minute left. Be good. Watch the Sesta Cyclones on Friday. Peace. Deuces. We're out of here. I think I'm going to be a wall rider guy. Oh, oh my goodness, Brian. You're going to drop this now as we're closing? (laughs) How dare you? Peace. (laughs) We'll have to resolve this later. See ya.